This is Nursing in America. Each week we speak with Filipino nurses who have taken the leap to start a new life in the United States. If you're thinking about doing the same, then this is the place you'll find all the insider knowledge and inspirational success stories to realize your own American dream. Dream. This is the second part of a two-part episode, so make sure you go back and listen to part one first. I'm trying uh, to get your NCLEX scores from California to Illinois, sent applications to both Board of Nursings and applied for a CES. Fingerprints are completed. I don't have a social. You're still in India. How much time does both Board of Nursing take to uh, complete the process? So, um, uh, Amanda, do you want to uh, yeah. talk a little bit about what you've seen with this? Carla, chime in if you want to share as well. So for California, you do have to have a social security number in order to start an application with them. Once you have fully submitted over requirements to the state of California, it is roughly six months until you will be licensed. Because of the time frame and the social security requirement, it is tough to get licensed in California. Um, They do have a status where you can check online. You'll put in your last name, the last four, your social security number, and then your date of birth. And then it'll let you know deficiencies. And that's their best way to keep you updated of their license status. Um, Illinois is so much easier because it takes two months on average in order to get licensed. You do have to have your NCLEX scores transferred from California, which does take a little while. Um, For them in particular, you do have to mail off checks. Um, I often send multiple requests to them because they do not process timely. Um, And then they will physically mail off to Illinois. With that, that's usually the last thing Illinois is waiting on is the NCLEX verification from California to get you licensed. Um, But with the fingerprint verification being done, um, I would highly recommend Illinois will probably get issued much sooner than California since you've started both application processes. Um, California probably will have your application on hold if you don't have a social security number to proceed you forward. Um, So once you do have a social, you can reapply and get your application started again. And um, Carla, do you have anything to add? I know you've worked with some of our California nurses. Not really. It's just California sometimes is a waiting game because they take a long time to process their their documents. So sometimes you just have being patient. And also, you know, if there's a length of time that is a long, long length period of time, it's good to follow up, but it will take time. Yeah, that's very true. California and time. We know that Um, it does take from the time you get a delivery confirmation that the payment that you sent and the request were actually delivered to California, them actually moving that into a reviewed status and cashing that payment and proceeding can be several weeks from the point that it is delivered. So you want tracking of any documents, many uh, delivery tracking information. You want that. It's worth the money to know for sure that it did get delivered. And you also want to be able, if you have to go to the board and ask for something, you want to be able to um, uh, have a little bit of background and be able to verify that. The one other thing I will add um, is that you can request California to email the information to Illinois, and they will do that. So when you put in your request letter, if you have an email address for, for Illinois that you provide to California, say, I'm giving you my permission to email this information. Then once they've received 
and processed your payment a few weeks after that, they should send that information over to the Illinois board. What they don't do is notify that you that it's been sent. And as Amanda said, there's no... Um, there's no online account if you don't have uh, a social security number and an application. There's nothing that you can do to online track this. So I know it gets very frustrating for nurses. They feel like they're sort of very much in limbo. Um, and um, again, if it's if you're working with um, a, an organization like ours, uh, AMN, Kinetics, we certainly um, will try to advocate on your behalf. It doesn't mean they're going to be any faster to respond to us, but we'll certainly add our voice when we can to try and excuse me, help move that process along for you. All right, we got more questions. Can you still get an emergency Cali license while waiting for endorsement to process? So the emergency license is actually not coming from the State Board of California. It is possible to work with a facility if you have an active U.S. license in another state and that facility has been approved to have workers there. So the facility has paperwork to file to be able to get that um, emergency waiver, if you will. Those will end according to the state of California's emergency declaration end date of February 28. Most facilities are not continuing to use um, this option because they don't want somebody to start on that and then lose their ability to continue to work once that waiver is ended. So just keep that in mind. Um, I will add on to that. You usually have to provide proof or evidence that you've already submitted your application to California. And based off of the timeline, your license should be issued prior to the end of that state of emergency. So even if you were to apply today and start an application to California, you will not be licensed by February. Mm -mm. So most facilities will not sign off on any new state of emergency unless your application has already been submitted previously. Correct. So we've seen um, we've seen that most facilities that we work with are like, mm, there's really no reason to, to do that. Let's go the normal process. Make sure that everything is, is um, submitted properly, that you've um, fulfilled all the requirements. Um, and unfortunately, um, they just take quite a while. <laughs> so can I start the process with you and complete papers and also prepare for NCLEX while I study for OET? Ooh, you're going to be a busy guy. <laughs> so the first thing I'll tell you, please don't um, don't double study, if you will. When you're preparing for NCLEX, prepare for NCLEX. When you're preparing for OET, prepare for OET. Um, some organizations require that you do NCLEX before, or, sorry, that you do your English proficiency exam before you join their organization if you're going to partner with an agency, um, whether it's direct hire or staffing. Um, Kinetics does have a scholarship um, that we that we have, and some of our clients also um, will will offer um, jobs to nurses who are pre-NCLEX. But again, the expectation is one thing at a time. So get the NCLEX done um, in the case of our program, and then move ahead. Um, so again, if you're interested in something like that, you can go to kineticsusa.com and slash apply um, forward slash. And um, hopefully that answers your question. What service should I apply in CGFNS for evaluation for New York CES or CVS for New York State? So, um, Amira, you've probably heard that if you send your transcripts directly to New York, that takes a very, very, very long time for them to review and process. Um, uh, Amanda, I think your team does do some uh, New York applications. Can you share a little bit of that with us? 
Yes, yeah, so I will say New York is currently processing about five months for a license to be issued. Um, and I see a lot of questions around New York specifically. So I'm going to just give a little bit of a guideline of why I also don't recommend New York for the examination process. It is because of how backed up they are in their application time. You're welcome to apply to New York, submit in your documentation. But again, your license processing time is going to be about five months before you're able to work in the U.S. Um, it's the second longest besides California. California is about six months, which is why we don't recommend it, just because of how long you'll be waiting for a license, where if you're ready to go and you're able to do an examination or endorsement application, I don't recommend it. And in getting the score from New York, it's also the same issue, problematic for their response time. You can submit an over information, but when you request stuff from them, or whether you submit electronically or via mail, their processing time is weeks before they even review, process payment, and then send that out to the board you might be looking for um, getting an application or licensed in. And so because of that, we don't typically recommend New York. Um, and then facilities within New York might require additional credentials specific for their state. They also have continuing education units you have to take for equivalency in order to um, submit your application. And I do see um, questions about LAPS licenses, including New York, to endorse over to Tennessee. It would be the same process. You would submit that information over to Tennessee. You will still need to request your NCLEX information in order to start your application process. Um, but again, that will probably be several weeks before you see that information from New York to the board you'd like to apply to. And um, your team recommends that they do the um, the the CGFNS review of the credentials. So I think the question that Amira also had was um, New York CES or CVS for New York State. Um, I think she's saying which of those to choose. Yes, um, we do CES. And actually, if you have the order for a CES and say you want to apply anywhere else, you can reorder that CES to other states as long as it still meets all the requirements. Not all states and most states don't take the CBS. And so because of that, we actually do recommend the CES report from CGFNS. So if you've met the requirements and you're able to submit, they do still hold your documents electronically for three years. So from that, I do recommend the CES report. Um, and the CES at this time, I want to say, is processing about um, just over a month in order for it to get issued. But CGFNS is about to have holiday closure. So keep that in mind if you're applying and requesting documents today. Mm -hmm. All right. Thank you so much. Um, Carla, the next question is, do I, do I need to have my license in the state I am registered current or is passing the NCLEX okay? Um, my license no. is up for renewal and I am unsure whether to renew it. So that depends on the state that you pass your NCLEX through. If you're able to renew that license, make sure that you renew your license. Um, and if not, it will also depend with what state you're going to be endorsing to. Every state um, requirements are different, um, but I, will, I would just suggest to maintain your NCLEX pass um, licensure uh, very um, up to date at all times if it's possible. And then it would also depend if it expired if you're able to um, renew it before you get here to the US or if you'll need to do it once you're here, but then we'll need to know what state you're going to to see what the next steps are. Right. Because every board is different. Yeah, and 
I think um, a lot of nurses are are not really aware of how much work may need to be done depending on where they took NCLEX and where they want to go to work. So for instance, if um, if you end up going through New Mexico and it was many, many years ago, and now that license has been expired more than four years, some of the states that you're going to apply to, you won't be able to renew your New Mexico license if you're overseas. Um, you would have to go through a re, uh, what do they call that course? A refresher course okay. usually requires some clinical hours be done here in the United States. You're not even here to do that. So um, what we would advise then is that you transfer that um, and activate, still activate a license before you get here. And most boards other than Tennessee, most boards do require you to actually have an active license when you're applying by endorsement. There's very few that don't. So again, that's why we advise always try and keep a license active. And um, sometimes if, it, if you maintain your NCLEX license as being active instead of moving it over and over again to different places and letting each one lapse and starting another one, which we've seen, um, you're, gonna, you're gonna set yourself up for only having to do one verification um, when you apply for endorsement. So the board that you endorse to is going to typically ask you to verify your NCLEX pass information in some way, whether it's the license verification or um, a letter or something from the board. It depends um, on the process and the requirements, but they may also say if that's not active, we need a verification of an active license. So if it's one and the same, meaning your NCLEX pass, state license was active, state active. Now you're applying to a new state and you're using that license. You're doing one verification instead of your original NCLEX license state and now your current active license state. It's about a savings of $30 US, but at the point that you're trying to uh, look at all your costs, sometimes that's important is trying to, um, you know, just maintain what you've got. We'll be back with the conversation in just a second. There's a wonderful opportunity for you. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work in healthcare facilities here in the USA. If you are interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com slash application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. On with the show. My I-140 was, was on approved stage. My primary license is NMI. When is the best time to do my license endorsement to Texas? Prior to or once I reach the U.S.? So, Carla, I'm going to let you speak to that one. Um, I, as soon as possible. Texas is a really easy board, and you could get your temporary license pretty quickly. Um, and then while you're still in um, internationally, you could get your permanent license. So I would just do it right away. You don't have to wait. Yes. And that is um, that is one of the things that's really nice is some people are thinking, well, I'll get to the U.S. and and then I'll do all of that stuff. You are going to be very, very busy and you're going to want to start work in a reasonable time frame. So at least if you arrive in the U.S. and the license is not something you have to work on, that's wonderful. You have plenty of other yeah. things that you're going to have to address. So congratulations on your Texas placement and keep it moving. <laughs> is California accepting PTE? They are. So they accept IELTS and PTE only, but there are additional English requirements that they need on your college transcripts. They need to see at least 30 equivocal units 
of English speaking courses in order to be eligible for a California license and you would need to have your social security number to start an application. So they review very detailed information and that's one of the reasons they take so long. So it's not just the English test, but making sure that your transcript reflects English courses as well. Mm -hmm. Very important. And that's only part of what um, they're they're going to review before you would even think of applying to California or planning to work there. Um, make sure that that review is done very carefully because there are some other requirements. Um, however, that's that's one of those that we tend to find is one of the more common areas of concern for people who don't qualify. Can you get a job with your country license? So um, I think you're saying you um, you want to apply to go to work here in the United States on, uh, just your Nigerian license. And if that's the case, um, the answer, short answer is no, you would have to apply, sit the NCLEX, get a U.S. license. And then if that, if the state that you want to work in is not where you took your NCLEX, you would have to endorse. How about Ohio? How long does it take for requirements what are the requirements for international nurses? <laughs> so, um, Amanda, you, I you that. Have, okay. So you do have to have a social security number to apply for Ohio. The processing time right now is six to eight weeks. That includes a fingerprint requirement. Um, if you are here and have not started an application for Ohio, what typically happens, you'll arrive you have to wait for your social security number. That could be two weeks. You'll start an application once you've received your social security number in order to start the application for Ohio. Um, so for them in particular, they do have to have English scores. They must be current. English scores time out every two years. So watch your immigration status and how long it took for you to pass English previously. In these circumstances, you'll have to keep your foreign license current, your English scores current, and then all your documentation with CGFNS also current. So if you're already here in the U.S. and anything times out, say your foreign license, um, that is something you have to be very cautious of before you arrive to make sure that everything is current and has been sent over to Ohio beforehand. If not, you might find yourself here and having a hard time getting things renewed or submitted over to Ohio while you're here in the U.S. So because of the timeline, um, Ohio is not one of the states I recommend because you do have to have a social security number. But if you do apply by endorsement, it is a faster process and you're looking at about six weeks. All right. Thank you. And I endorse my pass letter. My license is inactive. So the, the language that you're using, I want to make sure we're, we're careful on. Um, saying that a license is inactive assumes that you did get a license from NCLEX pass. So, for instance, if you took the exam through Texas and you fulfilled all of the requirements, once you pass NCLEX, they will issue you a license within a few weeks to a couple of months, I think, max. Um, you'll have a Texas license. And then if you don't renew it, we would say that it is inactive. Um, if you never got a license, then you're going to do something different from an endorsement in some cases. So, Amanda, can you speak a little bit to endorsing pass letters versus licenses being inactive? Yes. Okay. So, endorsing a pass letter also assumes that you have taken past NCLEX and you've had a active current license for the state you've passed through. That's endorsement examination is I've taken and passed NCLEX and now I have a pass letter and I'll be applying by examination from that state. If your license is inactive, 
let's say it's timed out, I would recommend submitting over to Tennessee because they do have the fastest processing time for an inactive license. And you can submit over the pass letter information to get Tennessee activated. So then you could have a current U.S. license to then apply by endorsement. Um, the lingo is a little confusing. So I want everyone to be sure that um, knowing that you have an active issued license from NCLEX would allow that that was an examination license. To use that to apply anywhere else would be an endorsement application. So... All right. Thanks, Amanda. So how to endorse New York license to a state that needs SSN prior to endorsement and you are still outside the U.S. So um, unfortunately, if the state that you are going to go to work in requires you to um, only apply once you have a social security number, The next question that I probably have is, does that board that you want to apply through accept any of your documents that are required ahead of time? There are some boards that might, meaning you could get certain things mailed over. Sometimes that's a good idea, and sometimes it's better to just send it all in one package when you apply. Every board is a little bit different. Um, So without knowing where you want to end up, (laughs) I can't tell you exactly um, what it is that you want to do. But um, when it comes to endorsing your New York license, it's less about endorsing New York and more about where you're going to go. Because that um, the New York license verification process that's online through nurses, if your license is active, is very easy. Okay. Um, if your license with New York is not active, then we go back to the question that Amanda answered earlier about transferring to like Tennessee to activate it. So it won't activate New York, it'll activate Tennessee. Now you have an active license. And then when you go to apply to that board that requires you to have a social to apply, you'll be validating I have an active license from Tennessee, even if the original license was from New York. I hope that helps. What exam should I take for my expired? Oh, (laughs) Um, I think we got her a little anxious. So guess what? There's no exam that you have to take. It's the type of application that you you use to apply to the board if you have an inactive license. Um, So Amanda, do you want to just touch base on that for just another second? Yes, I can. Okay. So the states, I do not recommend to take and pass NCLEX through, one of which was New York. It sounds like you've already taken and passed NCLEX and you have a lapsed New York license. That's different. You're already past that phase. So now you'll submit that information over to Tennessee for an examination. And you'll send that information. We call it examination. Tennessee is the only one where you've had a past U.S. license, but you're able to apply to them. Um, so really, you just send over proof that you passed NCLEX, you have a lapsed New York license, you submit that information over to Tennessee, and then they'll help with your application process. And then right now, Tennessee is taking just about six weeks for a permanent license to be issued. They usually review in half that time frame, so about three weeks, allotting you about three more weeks for everything else to come in and be submitted if you do need anything else. Tennessee is also a really good one, so if you do have any questions, you can call them. 
and let them know your situation. They see this frequently because we submit a lot of people with expired or lapsed licenses through Tennessee. So they, they know the deal. So when you call them and you explain your situation, they also help guide you through the application process if you're applying on your own. Um, but Tennessee, and I would also say Michigan, is the other really good state. If you have questions, you want an easy application time, um, that would be another one. You're able to call them, they pick up in probably 10 or 15 minutes, answer your questions and help you with a submittal for an application. Mm -hmm. So just to be clear, every single board has two methods for licensure, or uh, let me rephrase that, two applications that you may use for licensure. One is an application by examination, and the other one is an application by endorsement. And what Amanda is saying is, even though you're applying by examination to Tennessee, you are not actually gonna have to take the NCLEX again or any other test. So don't let that stress you out. It has to do with just, this is the, the process and the type of application that you have to do in order to work through um, activating a license that has been inactive through a state that's very friendly to do that with. Right. And the only reason it's like that, any endorsement application requires a current U.S. license. So mm -hmm. if you do not have one, that would be the examination application for Tennessee only. Correct. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye. If you enjoyed the episode, go ahead and hit the follow button on your podcast player and leave us a review. Kinetics USA is currently recruiting registered nurses from all over the world to work here in the USA. We offer direct hire, meaning you will be sponsored and hired directly by American healthcare facilities. If you're interested, please apply at kineticsusa.com application. That's kineticsusa.com forward slash application. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for more incredible conversations.